Welcome back to the Lyricast Snippet. My name is Jeffrey Way, yada yada. Our politics not the most annoying thing in the world? As I record this, we're currently going through the American 2020 presidential campaign and election cycle. And we haven't even gotten to the worst of it. But already, it's beyond annoying and theatrical. And maybe it's always been this way. I imagine it has, but I'm sure it's gone up a few notches uh, in recent years. To the point that you think, wait a minute. The United States is the most powerful country in the world, and this is how we elect the president? This is what we're going to do? We're going to throw people on a debate stage? We will then ask each of them incredibly complex questions and then give them 30 seconds to provide a response. And if they go over that 30 seconds, the moderator needs to retain control so they talk over the candidate to the point that you can't hear anything, and then they move on to the next question. So what happens is so often the question never even gets answered. And you, you start to realize like, oh, uh, barring maybe one or two candidates, they all are trained in their talking points, right? And this is understandable. You have these points you want to hit as a candidate. And I'm sure it's drilled into them to constantly redirect the question to whatever it is they want to talk about. And it almost becomes like a drinking game to see how fluently they can redirect the question towards something they actually want to answer. And then they answer that question. I imagine that's like campaigning 101, because this is another funny thing. We expect anyone who's running for president to know all the answers, right? And it's just not practical. And it would almost be refreshing, at least to me, to hear a candidate say, you know what, I'm not qualified to answer that question, but this is why I would have the appropriate people around me. Because the notion that any one person running for president is going to be fluent in all these areas is ridiculous. I imagine for most of the candidates, in two or three or four areas, they are qualified to answer these questions. They are quite skilled in that area. And for everything else, I assume they are fed or researched talking points that provide kind of a gloss over the question without having to know the the nuts and bolts of it, because it's just not practical. And yet it comes across on stage as if they are. And we know it's BS. But anyways, I I bring this up because at the time of this recording, a couple of days ago, there was another Democratic debate. And most notably from it was this orchestrated drama between Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. And it basically amounts to this. Somehow, days before the debate, a few days maybe, somehow it was leaked that at some point, maybe a year ago, two years, I can't remember, but at some point... Bernie Sanders privately said to Elizabeth Warren that he didn't think a woman could win the presidency. We don't know if that's true or not, but that's what was said. Okay, so somehow and conveniently, a few days before the debate begins, this gets leaked. And now what's interesting, and it may change after I record this, but I doubt it. What's interesting is nobody's really figuring out, well, who leaked this? Where did it come from? And uh, I think nobody's researching it because, well, we already know, right? Clearly, it came somewhere from the Elizabeth Warren camp, because it only works out well for her, especially in comparison to Bernie Sanders, where they are kind of stacked up uh, with each other in terms of their policy. But yeah, would it surprise anyone if it was revealed, okay, it did come from her camp? So what happens next? We're still a few days before the debate. It just got leaked. She then comes out and says something along the lines of, Yes, this happened, but it was a private conversation. I don't want to talk about it anymore. And this is where it gets really funny and theatrical and strategic, because if you didn't want to talk about it, why are you talking about it, right? Why don't you just say, I don't have any comment on this? 
but she didn't. She comes out and says, yes, it did happen, but I don't want to talk about it anymore, fully knowing that two days from then, when the debate starts, it's going to be a featured moment on the show. And this is something we've only begun to learn in recent years that are, or at least only I've begun to learn, is that often candidates will be in contact with the news organizations, right? So if CNN is hosting the debate, often one of the candidates will be in contact with them to let them know specific talking points they will be making or specific, um, quote, attacks they will be making against another candidate, things they will be pointing out, right? So what ends up happening is the network will work that into the questions they ask. So they will almost facilitate or orchestrate these uh, these interactions between the two candidates. Because at the end of the day, of course, CNN is less interested in, in providing you news as they are um, gathering eyeballs and clicks and views and, and things like that. So of course, CNN is more than happy to facilitate this interaction that is guaranteed to go viral the next day. And it always does. So let's recap. And by the way, we're still not done, but let's recap real quick. So it is leaked that at some point, Bernie Sanders privately says to Elizabeth Warren, I don't think a woman can win the presidency. Next, Elizabeth Warren then comes out and says, yes, that happened, but I don't want to talk about it anymore. Again, fully knowing it's all we're going to talk about for the next few days. Next, as planned and as expected, the moderators and CNN bring up this conversation. And it goes viral. Because, of course, we should be talking about this private conversation rather than a million other things that are far more important for the country. But it doesn't matter. And they don't care. It's like wrestling. You just want to pit people against each other. So everyone on social media talks about it because it's like low hanging fruit. Okay, so we're up to this point. What happens next? Bernie responds in the debate and says, this never took place. So now you have on stage Elizabeth Warren saying, yes, he said it. And Bernie then says, no, I never said it, and anyone who has followed me for the last 40 years would know I would never say anything like that. Again, who knows if he did or not. Okay, so now here's the funniest part. The debate ends, and they're still filming, and it's at that point where the candidates' mics are now turned off, and they're just shaking each other's hands. You know what I mean. Uh, those those 45-second scenes where they're wrapping up the debate. Uh, so at some point, you see Elizabeth Warren on stage walk up to Bernie and they seem to have a 20-second contentious conversation there. And nobody knows what they said, but it looks awkward and it's intriguing. So, of course, that goes viral on social media the next day. And then what happens the day after that? Well, what do you know? CNN releases the conversation. They, they release the mic'd conversation that nobody heard up until that point. How nice of CNN to release this at the perfect time to keep the juice flowing. So what does it turn out she said? Okay, well, I'm just going to let you listen to it because it's only about 30 seconds. Here's the conversation. I'll hit play. I think you called me a liar on national TV. I think you called me a liar on national no. TV. Let's not do it right now. You want to have that discussion? We'll have that Any discussion. You called me. You told me. All right, let's not do it I'm now. Not, I don't want to get in the middle of it. I just want to say hi, Bernie. Yeah, good. Okay. <laughs> My favorite part is the one guy. I don't want to get in the way. I just wanted to say hi, Bernie. So he comes up obviously to just shake Bernie's hand. And uh, as he comes up, Elizabeth Warren comes up, getting a little heated there. And then suddenly he's in the middle of it, like, oh, I don't want to be part of this. I just want to, <laughs> I just want to say hi. It cracks me up. So anyways, that's what happens. She comes up while the cameras are still rolling. 
and says to him, I think he called me a liar on national television. And Bernie said, what? You called me a liar? We're not going to do this right now. And you can tell he's super uncomfortable because they're on stage right now. The cameras are still rolling. Let's do this after we get off stage. And then announce it. But what's most annoying to me is we're expected and led to believe that this is all kind of organic. She just came up and and immediately brought that up. She was so offended that that he would call her a liar on stage. Do you think she didn't know she was on camera there? That everyone was still watching and everyone was going to be talking about this heated exchange? Was there not a reason they could have just had the conversation after the camera stopped rolling? Of course they could, but it looks way better in this case, and it only works out well for her. And by the way, I'm not defending Bernie. I don't, if you want me to be honest, I'm not a big fan of either of them. But what annoys me is we're led to believe this is an organic thing that took place over the last week, when in fact it was probably a bullet point list they knocked out one by one. And you know what? In a nutshell, that's American Debates. We'll ask a smattering of really important questions. We'll give you 40 seconds to answer. We won't invite certain candidates that should be on stage. And then mostly we are going to facilitate wrestling-like interactions between the candidates because if they're going back and forth and they're going after each other, that's good TV and that means ratings for the network. And that's the whole point of this in the first place. And yep, it turns out this is how we decide the next president of the United States. So-